Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. I mean, I guess it's my turn. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> One more tally for Dave, right there. <laughs> uh, we should catch people up with uh, with what's going on, eh? Unbelievable. I'm if you're just joining us, this. sorry, because this is going to be make no sense, really. But um, It's not a high-energy start, is it? I mean, I'd lose my job on commercial radio very quickly if that's how I started the show. Well, yeah, because the amount of time that we didn't talk for there is the amount of time you're allowed to, to talk between <laughs> songs, isn't it? Yeah, his Savage Garden. <laughs> um... I don't know why it came about last week, but uh, we started discussing who speaks first on the podcast. Because we never plan it, do we? And then we set you, the dear listener, the challenge of, um, well, basically, I say challenge, Mm. a mad escapade, really, a sort of Temple of Doom style mission to to tally them up. And (laughs) the thing is, I'm genuinely not surprised that one of you did it. And I'm absolutely thrilled. But also, Shelley, you're mad. You're absolutely mad. You've gone back and listened to them all. Shelley, you're a hero. That's you're what you are. You're an absolute hero. But, yeah. you know, we're, so- we're sorry. We're sorry. We are to sorry. To be fair, the challenge was to listen to the, literally the first utterance of the podcast. If you if you had to listen to the whole podcast, it's not like we said, how many times do we use, use the word the over all of our podcast? They're all, you know, uh, 4,000 hours. I've got the homework for, for this week, actually, Tom. That's, that's it. Shelley, stop it. Don't. But Tombo <laughs> did it as well. Tombo got on it on old Tombo H on Twitter. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, he's done a spreadsheet as well. Oh, my he's goodness. Yeah. Um, I like that the, the spreadsheet falls into three different categories. So this is a non-binary start. It's, it's either Tom, Dave, or Clusterfuck. Yeah, there have been a few Clusterfucks, oh, haven't there? To be honest, Clusterfuck should win every time. Or, or a Dave yawn. That's always a classic to start. Yes, I wonder what today's count says, because I spoke first, but also, you know... It was a lot of silence, wasn't there? We have no, we've had no silences on no, the you, on the sheet. I, I think it was definitely you. Um, so we should tell people how it went. So um, De- uh, Tombo did a very nice uh, spreadsheet for us. Shelley did a whole thread on Twitter, right? So Shelley Shelley listed them episode by episode, didn't she? Pilot Dave, episode one, Dave, two, so- Dave, three, Tom. Argus Argos bonus Dave. Oh, the Argos bonus podcast. Yeah. I don't remember we used to do bonus podcasts. Four Tom, five Tom, six hooting, but Dave speaks first. Seven Dave, eight Tom, nine Tom. I mean, joy to go on. Ten what? Dave, Dave yawns and apologizes. Classic. Yes. So this is the thing. So we got up to ten there, and that's all fine. And there's a sort of Dave, Tom, 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 Dave, 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 Tom, Tom. You know, it's all it's, it's all going it's, fine. 
It's all going fine. But then you get, Tom, to episode 34. And let me please read you yeah. from 34 to 51. You ready? Damning indictment. I try to listen. I try to be a team player, but I'm not. I'm a, I'm a lone wolf. I'm not going to read the, the numbers oh, out. I'm no, just going to read the name for I'm each a, one. I'm a narcissistic monster. I hate this. 34. Tom, 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 Tom hoots, but then Dave speaks. Tom, 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 and then we get to episode fifty-two, Dave, and then back to Tom. Episode fifty-three, I like this. Episode fifty-three, Tom mmms and Dave talks. So basically, I've I've started recording and gone mmms. Absolutely me. But then it is more equally split. Anyway, to go to the spreadsheet which Tom Bo has made, it's clusterfuck four. Yep. Dave, 25. Yep. Tom, 40. Yeah, it's not that even, right. is it? Dave, 26 now. Yes, I suppose so. But I feel like I feel like today was almost like a friendly. You know, I don't feel it's a kind of competitive. No, the, you definitely get a cap. You okay. definitely get a cap for this. <laughs> Welcome along. This is Cabin Fever um, with uh, Tom Price. Dave Cribb. Dave Cribb over there. Um, we even got a guest today. Should we get Should we get the guest out now? I think we should, shouldn't we? Oh, you say guest. She's basically the third co-host of the show, isn't she? Essentially, yeah. I mean, the best shows have got her on, let's be honest. Um, so, uh, Dave, in order to bring Helen out, now normally we could, we've got two options here. Yep. We can either go, or, or I've got the, I've got the sting ready. I've got her own sting right here. Okay. Maybe well, do the sting then, because I don't know what this is. Here we go. <laughs> Helen Monks is here, everyone. It's just another Helen Monks day. I'm so disappointed. I thought you'd finally made me my own sting. <laughs> yeah, so genuinely, so did I when Tom said that. I thought he'd gone, gone and actually done something. The only no. <laughs> thing we've made on this podcast is people bored. All right, Helen, that's all we're doing. <laughs> I enjoyed the ASM that you ASM is that what it's called that you did at the beginning ASMR. Oh, uh, yeah, that's what it was. A bit of sort of heavy breathing. And, yeah, and, you were I, I, Yeah, I get very tuned into that on Radio 4 especially. You get... Yeah. Well, I went on Woman's Hour once for like five seconds and oh my gosh, Jenny What's-A-Face talks so quietly Jenny that it makes Murray, you... Though. Jenny, really? she, well, you can't hear her in the room so it makes you talk incredibly quiet and then you realise that you're doing all the clicks because you're basically just breathing with a little bit of... Do you think that's milk. a tactic? Because Je- Jenny Murray is leaving the the, the Woman's Hour yeah. soon, isn't she? She's gone, hasn't she? Has she not gone already? No, or is I, it- I think I heard her this week but she, I think she's going quite soon. Oh, oh, Jenny, oh, blah, blah, blah. Jenny Murray is one of those people <laughs> you, you, you can do an impression of Jenny Murray without using words. Any impression mm. you can do without words. So Jenny Murray goes. Sound like Pingu. Well, you said that, but now we know. <laughs> now we know she's quiet. That gives it an extra. Women have been. Women have been. Cancelled. God, that's the end of me. Um, <laughs> so uh, can I also say I went to. I went on the Harry Potter tour yesterday. What? Oh, went to Harry Potter Studios. I went to Harry Potter Studio tour. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh legendary! God. And you're talking about being cancelled. And Beth was saying, my wife, when we were doing the tour, I was like, oh, I'm going to tweet about this, and she went, Well, well, are you though? Because some people, some people, after the whole trans issue recently, when J.K. Rowling came out and said something perceived as anti-trans, uh, she was like, Well, do we want people to know we're here because of that? 
Sincerely, this, this. We want people to know that we're here. But is well, that why no, she said there? no. She didn't say that. She said, <laughs> "Is that, that why you went?" Like, she, just, finally, <laughs> finally, I, that's the thing I can get on board with. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> no, I was going to the studios because I thought it was an actual studios to film Harry Potter. I didn't realise they'd finished all the movies. I'm absolutely furious. There's a fucking tourist there. Um, no, I, she was like saying, "Well, people said." By all means, post it, but you will get people saying, why are you there after J.K. Rowling's tweet? I was like, yeah. Oh Do you know what? Last time I was on the podcast, we talked about J.K. Rowling and transphobia. I don't know what I bring. Really? The- yeah. Certain energy. Hey, Helen, yeah. a sort of transphobic energy, is it? <laughs> Listen, we're definitely not going to express any opinions, but I will say the people cancelling her, that's just oh, off the, off what, the scale. Oh, what you I would see, say. I'm on the other side of the fence. What, you think she should be cancelled? We should have a fight. Hang on. Do you think I should take all the? Do you think I should take all the Harry Potter books out of my house? No, no, well, that's no. What that's what people are saying. That people are saying you have to. The, the full cancellation requires that we fully exp, we fully purge ourselves of Harry Potter Expunge in our Sponge Potter from the world. Yeah, right. The universe, right? And because of course we're going dis- to we might disagree on the debate, but like the idea that people are doing that is insane. Yeah, I guess it's more just don't document it on Twitter because like read Harry Potter, but then promoting it on Twitter, I guess. Just I don't know. During this current climate, it draws attention to. Yeah, here's here's the real thing, guys, and here's the sort of the reality of the situation, and one which the three of us, well, actually me, because I'm now on the other side of the fence, not the debate fence. Oh, Dave, but, I see. No, 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 no. <laughs> I see. This, this particular this particular fence, yeah. which. Uh, is is that I'm not on Twitter anymore. I've just left it. I've just deleted off my phone. I nip back on every few days just to have a little... Basically, I nip back on if I think of a funny thing to say and then I just leave it. (laughs) That's what Twitter started as. That's what Twitter started every now and again. I don't even wait for replies or anything like that. I keep missing stuff. It's why I've not seen any of... It's why I hadn't seen Tombo's spreadsheet this week. I saw Shelley's because Tom screenshot it to me. Like, And the honest, honest reality is, for both of you, it's the best thing I've ever done. And also, they tell you this because like... I, you know, I, I started in radio as a radio producer. And the first thing they said when Twitter became big was, don't forget 99% of your audience don't even fucking know what Twitter is and then nowhere, go nowhere near it. Yeah. And actually the reality is all these fucking mad debates and people getting in rages and throwing yeah. their phones at you virtually. Yeah. Like the 99% of the country don't give a shit and don't even know it's going on. Honestly, don't even know it's, it's going so on. It's so true. The number of times I find myself doing bits on the radio, I say, oh, there's a thing on Twitter. And you just think, God, the number of people listening, you must just be like, oh, shut up about Correct. Twitter. It's absolutely oh, true. It's absolutely okay, so true. I have a question. How okay. many people in the UK do you think are on Twitter and what percentage of the UK do you think are on Twitter? Do you know the answer? I, I do. You do know the answer? Oh, brilliant. Yeah. brilliant, brilliant. Okay, um, Dave, you go first. Uh, I think that the proportion of people on Twitter is probably higher than you think, but it's it's about who actually is regularly there and engaging and going on it. But I'd say... So population of Britain is, what, 70 million, isn't it now? More or less, 60, 70 million. Is it? Yeah. Where, where are these stats from, Monksy? Have you got verifiable uh, stats? They're from ominkiogrenency.com forward slash Twitter statistics. Sounds reputable to me. Good to <laughs> go. Then. So that again. Omnicorrigainincy.com This doesn't sound... <laughs> <laughs> um, Tom, are we, are we giving this airtime? Are yep. we giving Ellen's? They sound absolutely legit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I reckon maybe 40% of people have a, a website, have, have a website, have a profile. Fucking hell, Dave. I sound like a, a nana. 40 or 50 <laughs> yeah. or something like that. 50, okay, I'm going to say um, oh, 70 million people... I reckon I reckon there are something like 
40 million people no between 30 and 40 million brits on twitter so what percentage is that that's about 50 percent yeah i'm gonna say 50 percent so there are 13.7 million people in the uk on twitter according to omnicrenison.com 13 yeah which is 13.7 which is 38 percent. so it is nearly 40 percent Oh, thank you yeah. very much. So you yeah. weren't bad. So yeah, but then you the, the, you do all the sort of de- deep diving into that. I mean, like I'm on Twitter, for example, and I'd, I even I don't really go on it anymore. Mm. Yeah. And I definitely, you know, I think my dad's on Twitter. I don't imagine he's on it very much. You know, like there's everybody's got a thing, haven't they? But yeah. I don't yeah. think it's it's there's a definitely I'd say probably seventy percent of those people aren't engaging in jk rowling debates for example no i think i uh, yeah i think we've got to the stage where we have to say i've just discovered this thing i've just got onto this thing called real life have you gone to real life yet it's really good <laughs> oh, it's i just awful. saw this meme someone just sort of yeah, yeah made a did a little dance on me as i walked past how long is the meme you're watching the one i'm watching so far 40 years and counting yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's great it's great it's really tailed off in the last six months though hasn't it <laughs> it's true though it's true i need to yeah i need to purge myself of it for sure that's a really good idea deleting the app i think that's what i'm gonna do because i do just go on it and then I come off it and then I go and meet I'm on it right now while you guys are talking I'm not listening to you I'm literally scrolling <laughs> and I think and how, really- yeah and, and, and honestly how many times do you scroll through it and come off feeling worse or uh, every angry. time yeah yeah without fail without fail like you see the oh that's a funny video um here, there was a video this morning of a girl on a rubber dinghy that had been swept out to sea and a, a, a boat saved her she was absolutely fine but it was very dramatic and i i was watching it at quarter past five this morning before i went in for work and i got in the car and i conscious funny we had this conversation because i consciously sat in the car and i thought god i feel tense why am i so fucking tense and i was like oh yeah because i've just imagined how i would feel if that was my child being swept out to sea Aww. on a Right. And it's like, I do, we aren't, the human brain is not able to absorb, uh, we're being overstimulated by doom and just by things happening. And it's, do you know what? As I'm in the middle of this rant, I just felt a, a someone pushed me in my back and it made me really scared. And it's my son. So that was, oh. that was lovely, but, um, I have Has got brought a riddle. I've got an Edmund with me. It's not Wilfred. Edmund, do you want us to come over here? He's actually prodding me in the back with his, um, his lightsaber. Oh, okay. So, do you want to say hi to Helen and Dave? They're both here. Hi. Okay, good boy. Hi. Hey, Edmund. How you doing? He's fine. Um, is is mummy? But mummy's just got home. Two things to say to you. Number one, mummy's just got home. So, can you go and check? Live okay. parenting on cabin fever. Yeah, sorry, lads. Uh, and number two is there's a slight tang of wee in the air. I'm not going to lie to you. I can smell. It smells a bit like an yeah, underpass. I need a wee. You okay? All right. Well, I can see that by the by the dark patch that's evolving here so why don't you go and sort that out lovely and i'll see you in a sec okay oh did you just bang your foot there's a hurt face did you bang your foot is it okay okay can you shout bye to helen and dave bye bye they say bye oh thanks very nice uh, if you just like uh spots direct tell me if you want to get my, one of my fire shoes, the big side. Is he doing a spawn? But the hashtag spawn, he's so interesting. Is he doing a hashtag spawn? If you like Sports Direct, tell him he can tell you about the fast shoes. All right. Is Edmund oh. getting. 
Because I've been doing a brand deal with Sports so. Direct on our podcast. This is the first sponsorship on our fucking podcast, and it's your five-year-old son. I can't believe he's like a he's he's like a he's like Matt, Mike Ashley covered in his own piss. So he's like Mike Ashley. <laughs> I did part of me did think he was about to get into the politics of Sports Direct. I was about to be really impressed. Yeah, you know Sports Direct. They don't pay their workers correctly. <laughs> I got to say, I was I was really involved in that rant, and then he just really prodded me right by the kidneys. And you know when you go and you hold back arches with a slight prod well i imagine people listening will be thrilled that having because i think tom you started the conversation we've just had with obviously we're not going to express any opinions and then we've just done about eight minutes of opinion pure opinion well i wouldn't say it's a well i wouldn't say it's a pure opinion with a little bit of uh, dubious statistical data from helen monks's fake website i meant i meant meant more we're not going to express opinion about the trans thing because we don't want to have a trans debate on this show even though i think we all probably think the same thing do i know that secretly off air that we all think the same thing i think we do don't we Oh, is it really like r- Russian roulette game to play here, isn't it? We do. I know we do, because I've had this conversation with you both. I know we yeah. do. Anyway, but we're not going to have the conversation now, because we, just don't, we don't want any opinions. However, get off the internet. <laughs> yeah, so, so Monksy, to sum up, and we'll play a sting in a second, and we'll move on to more fun chats. But Thanks for trailing the sting, Dave. Still to come on the show, a sting. <laughs> you know exactly why I've done that, is because uh, Tom and I's professional relationship started when I was the producer and he was the presenter, and I was, that was literally the equivalent of me saying into your ears in the yeah. talkback play sting in a minute, mate. Yeah. There's one coming up, so uh, there'll be a nice little, little bit last yeah. little moment. Oh, sorry, that's sorry, guys. <laughs> but yeah, delete the Twitter app. Honestly, best thing you'll ever do, Sting. Give us a tweet on this number. Cabin F E A three seven oh nine oh oh oh. That's our Twitter name. How are you, Monksy? What's going on? Tell us your life updates. It's been it's been weeks since you've been on the podcast. Weeks. I've been to a whole different city. I went to Bristol at the weekend for my dad's 60th birthday, which is where my parents live, obviously, because it was my dad's 60th birthday. And they are sure. big fans of you guys. Do they are listen? They? Yeah, they well, they listen when I'm on it. Right, sure. But yeah. Most people that, do. Um, <laughs> they think that it sounds like I don't listen to what you're saying and that I just... Um, I tune out and then I tune back in again, and I've missed what you've been talking about. Which you mean like almost like you're almost like you're scrolling through Twitter as we talk. <laughs> <laughs> so Helen, have you been? What have you been up to? Oh, sorry, of course. Um, that's nice. So, so 60th wedding anniversary? No, not 60th wedding. Was it six? No, not 60th wedding. 60th anniversary. birthday. Birthday. Right, I was going to say 60th yeah. wedding anniversary. Impressive. Um, what did you? What were the events? What were the highlights? What were the lowlights? So it was all quite food orientated, um, which is how we like to do it. There was a breakfast, there was a really good lunch, there was a really good tea, went for had a barbecue. Oh, and um yeah, I got my dad a subscription to Audible. Good. Oh good. Does he is he how's 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 he getting on with that? I don't think he's downloaded the Audible app yet, but it's going well. Good. Yeah. It, he he's a fan of the audio. It's a new holy world, isn't it? Because, yeah. you know, video is supposed to kill the radio star and um, and actually it's all doing fine. Look at you guys. It is good. Oh, I, I do like a good audio book, but it, it's so much of it depends on the reader. You've got to get a good reader. There's And also, every now and again, because I guess the sheer quantity of hours being produced, they can't give it all the attention to detail they'd want. So I was listening to an American book recently, which had an American uh, actor reading it, doing doing the occasional character was british and they did a british accent that was so astonishing like like dick van dyke crossed with an actual uh alpaca like just insane (laughs) noises coming and you're like whoever's produced this it's just sort of sat there going 
yeah i guess that's british accent is it so you, you, there is an element of hit and miss but in a quite a fun way with audio honestly my most you know those things that keep you awake at night thinking about the really embarrassing things that you did all of mine revolve around the maybe three audiobooks that i've done in my life and i cannot i have the most awful stories about how bad i was but i can't ever tell anybody because if i do then they might be able to find the audiobook that i'm talking about and i don't want anyone yeah, to ever no. go and search and listen to the terrible of course accent. not yeah, so, so what were they? No, 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 no. I will live off air do, do an Owen Jones and walk out. I'm not, I can't. If you even begin, no, I cannot explain how much. You'll ruin my career forever. I will think, we? I think coming on this podcast has already sealed that deal, <laughs> to be honest. Helen Monk's audio books. There's, that, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot, actually. Do you know what you've done? You've, you've, you've benefited from the author that we've discussed before, Helen Monk's Takar. Oh, all her books. Because she's popping up. Oh my gosh, up. I've read her book. It's so good. But she's popping out. up when I type an audiobook, Helen Monks, because she's an actual author, isn't she? Yeah, well, her book came out really recently, I think in the last couple of weeks, and it's doing very well, so I recommend. But yeah. Recommend we... it. Precious Let's... You. Precious You. Maybe uh, Tom, a little, uh, this is a lovely little production meeting, maybe nudge uh, Beth Mori that way for her next on the same Elaine Page with Elaine Page. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a little bit of Precious You. Yeah, maybe do I you know what she could do? She could compare. Helen Monks, you won't have listened to this because it's an episode you're not on, but it's uh, it's a feature where Tom's uh, uh, best-selling author wife. I was trying to do the thing where I don't call her your wife first, and then I, <laughs> I'd already started the sentence. But the Sunday Times top 10 best-selling author, brackets, who just also happens to be Tom's wife for her <laughs> sins. Uh, she picks the same page of two books that are linked in some way. Yeah. And then we yeah. compare them. Um, so what she could do, Tom, is uh, a page of Precious You by Helen Monks Tucker and then the equivalent yeah. audiobook page uh, featuring oh, Helen absolutely. Monks. Absolutely. I would I'm 100%. You know, there's, I have a high threshold for making fun of myself and this is where I... <laughs> I draw the line. This is where I draw the line. I wish I'd not said anything. I'm going to be uh, sick. Oh, don't worry. We won't pursue it. But I'll tell you what, as a, as a handy distraction, why don't you uh, tell us the story that you were telling us just before we started recording about the first time you did a slow motion scene very good segue thank you dave when you, were, when you were when you were filming because you started telling it and i thought we're not we're absolutely not, not <laughs> we're not losing that that's got to be in the show on the podcast so helen monk's very successful uh television and film actor uh done all sorts of scenes we've talked about a lot of stuff you vomited all over who did you vomit all over ron, ron howard ron howard lovely um so you're doing a slow motion scene right yeah, so I knew that I had to cut, basically come down these stairs and do a big swirl in this dress. And they said it was going to be in slow motion. So what I then proceeded to do was in slow motion, come down the stairs and myself do the slow motion swirl. And they had to say to me afterwards, you know, the camera does that. You don't need to do it yourself. <laughs> we'll do the slow motion for you. <laughs> they did show it me back. It was the slowest slow motion you've ever seen because I'd slowed it down and they'd slowed it down. So together we were just watching me basically not moving. <laughs> <laughs> like that slow TV, you know, where they just put a camera on a train for seven hours and put it on BBC Four <laughs> over a bank holiday weekend. Yeah. It's like that, yeah. but you coming down some stairs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. What was this? What was the setting, please? Why was it? Why I'm interested in why you would uh, a sort of slow motion action sequence of uh, you walking down some stairs was. So was this necessary. was yeah. So this was it was um, raised by wolves, which is a Catamaran sitcom, and it was yeah. um, my character for the first time going to a club, and she'd like gone upstairs <laughs> yes, and got dressed fancy. Yeah, so oh. she came down. She's very impressed with her new look. 
So talking of this, Helen, so you played Catelyn Moran effectively, right? In, in Raised by Wolves. Now, yeah. how would you feel about the recent Hollywood Amazon Prime film, How to Build a Girl, where Helen, where... Helen Monks is played by <laughs> Helen Marat. Yeah, who's playing Helen Monks in that? Yeah, where? Yeah, I, I. Do you know what? I've got, I've got, un, I'd say, unjustifiable rage about that film because mm. I want Helen Monks to be starring in it. Not acceptable. And, uh, do you and know what? It's been the nicest thing ever because it's a totally different. So it's an adaptation of her book, How to Build a Girl, rather than an adaptation of Raised by Wolves. If you see what I mean. So yeah, to, yeah, of course. To all the- totally different things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so to all of us, like the cast of Raised by Wolves, it didn't cross our mind that we in any way had missed out or anything. But the amount of absolutely lovely messages I've had, it's been it's been so great good. for my career that I wasn't in it. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, one of those good ones, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what you were in, Helen, uh, and you can no, get this on Audible. No, Tom, I cannot uh, explain to you how much I've managed to keep this such a hidden secret. No, I'm honestly... Guys, guys, I- guys, Helen, That's Helen, right. well, Helen, okay. I, pro- I promise I'm not going to... Just- downstairs, oh, fetching a snack oh, from the pair of them, when this? Sal claimed he'd heard Perkins say the word... Bano- it's very good. Dave, she's gone. <laughs> You've, you've pushed her too far there. I've pushed Helen Monks off. It's very good. Tell her to come back on. Here we go. Here we go. It's Helen. Helen. I told you I'd walk out and I'm a woman of my word. It's, you really, you did, you took your, you took your microphone off your lapel there and everything. Yeah. You did a full up News 24 drop. But I don't understand why it's really good. No, no, you don't. No, you don't understand. This is the story that I cannot tell because then it's identifiable. But basically, I got the audiobook on the Friday yeah. and I was recording it on the Monday morning. And yeah. I read the first half on the Friday and it's all set in Wolverhampton, which is fine. Great news. And then I read the rest on the, the second half on the Sunday. And in the second half, all of the presidents and prime ministers <gasps> from all of the countries in oh, the world oh my God. arrive in Wolverhampton. No. And I had to do every single international <laughs> accent. <laughs> None of which I could oh do. Like, God. literally not a single the, one. The Indian do. prime minister walked in <laughs> and Helen had to leave equity in order to do this accent. <laughs> I cannot explain to you how it's the most mortifying oh, experience my of my entire... I think about it twice daily since I've done it. Can I just say something to you? First of all, I have a similar. I, no, I have a similar story. A similar story. When I was doing a Torchwood audio book, I turned up, and one of the characters who I prepared for turned out was American. And my American accent is not the best in the world. So I, I'd say that is on first hearing uh, on a par with your Welsh, mate. If I'm honest, in that, in that it sounds the same as my Welsh. Yeah. yeah. And I had to do the same thing. And I was surrounded by because it was like a, a full cast audio drama. Peter Davidson was there. Tracy Ann Oban was there, and they're, oh, and they're all listening in to me go. I'm not gonna like like homer simpson who's had a stroke and woken up with a chinese accent that's what it sounded like like a a homer stroke so can i just say hello monks you're not allowed to have have all of the shame i'm still entitled i'm still entitled to some of the shame isn't it such a weird job no other job if you had a bad day at work would it then be recorded and documented and kept forever i'm sure i've said Uh, this before but uh, i just i wake up with sweats honestly this is the thing about i went back live on the radio this week because we've been pre-recorded and this week i was back on live and it just reminded me how much i could literally you know think it up and i'll go fuck shit bollocks and it'll be on twitter and everywhere all around the world and that's it that's you don't that's you forever stamped with that branding it's terrifying it's terrifying yeah yeah yeah. Well, T- Thomas Schaffernack is still working, to be fair. Yeah, mate, he's he was a- on. He did the shipping forecast this morning. 
I know he's been, he was on, I was doing some stuff at the weekend and he was on. He's, he's always on, isn't he? He's great. He must, I'll tell you what, mate. He's so busy. He must be absolutely shaffernackered. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you seen his topless um, photo shoot that he did? Thomas, Schaff- did he get his shaffernackers out? He got his shaffernackers out. It was great. Are you joking? What? No, he's, he's, he's like a big sort of, uh, oh, wait, no, I'm thinking of somebody else. Oh, no, it was him. Thomas. One second. Thomas yeah, it was for attitude. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas, uh, yeah. Hey, I've, just, I've now googled Thomas Schaffernacker topless. It's good news. Yeah, it's I've just got it. a, it's just such a great surname, Schaffernacker. Oh uh, yeah. Oh look at that. He's absolutely ripped, isn't he? Yeah, he looks good, doesn't he? Bloody hell. Cool. There's definitely some weather-related jokes we could be making, but I thought There's, I could uh... maybe post <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's a warm front. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what Helen was thinking. I'm yeah, sure. that's absolutely it. Happy <laughs> to help with a disappointing pun that doesn't quite work. Always here for that. Get yourself some gas and air and breathe deeply. We're talking on the phone while he had his arm inside my vagina. In my head... I was saying, could you go and see if the anaesthetist is free? And what I was actually saying out loud was, help me. CD player doesn't work. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Why my fucking CD player? Where's my playlist? That's One Torn Every Minute with me, Beth Murray. Available now from Great Big Owl. Help me. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Okay, so uh, Helen Monks, um, in the last 10 minutes of the podcast before you have to go, because now we're all slightly, you know, now that life's slightly starting again, you have a, a meeting at 11, is that correct? Yeah, I mean, it's still over Zoom. It's not in person, but yeah, I do right. have a VIP meeting. Ooh. Well, let's make the most of these last 10 minutes then. Um, okay, go on, Dave. Go on, then. You've got to think of something to do with the last 10 minutes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Good luck, good luck. Talk about our favourite wires. I saw a very long HDMI wire this morning. We could chat about that if you want. I've got a very long HDMI wire. Have you? See? It's so long. Mine are always too short. This is my well, problem this with HDMI. Well, this bit. 
Well, this is it. First of all, can I just say we need to do, we need to think about the wires because in the same way that there are these threats to the environment that we haven't even thought about yet, the number of wires we've produced, right? There is a landfill crisis bigger than the pension hole, right, heading our way. What we need to do with all the wires is you need to invent a bit of gadget, a bit of kit where you can like secateurs but for wires where you snip off either end and then you can put on a bit of wire that actually works. So what I'm saying is because you know you get like a uh, you might get an old printer cable. I can't no believe long- this is happening with wires. It's important. It's important. So, for example, you might get a scart lead, right? Uh, I've right? never seen the wire, but this is. This is I'm, this I'm watching it for the first time at the moment. It's my first experience watching the wire. So are my parents. <laughs> are they? Yeah, my uh, yeah, they, well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you their secret. Stop getting uh, distracted. They're, they're really enjoying it now. They've turned the subtitles on. Oh, <laughs> oh God. A lot of Boston accents. There's a lot of Boston accents. It's um, it's very fast. There's a lot of characters. You have to really sort of concentrate. It's been yeah. quite good for my attention. Yeah. Really. yeah. So you'd snip off the scart bit, and then you'd stick on you'd stick on HDMI, and therefore you're updating it. Therefore you aren't throwing an old wire I away. I really recommend wire, though, if anybody's not seen it. It hasn't dated. You um, do the same thing with old um, twelve pin wire it has plugins. Been, like, so maybe the gender politics and and stuff like that, but. It is, you know, it's complex. But it holds Plot up, does it? Yeah. Well, you can just use Bluetooth, up. I suppose. That makes things a lot easier. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, uh, I think you're. Sorry, just, just to chip in here. I think you're. Um, some you're cross, talking. Some cross, you've got crossed cross wires. wires. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Yes. Yes, it makes up for that bad uh, weather pun. (laughs) (laughs) There wasn't even a pun available. We're all so pleased with ourselves there. So fucking smug. Our standards are so low. We do do something that's barely competent and we're basically having a circle wank off the top of it. Um, So, okay, well, we've got 10 minutes left. What, eight now? Um, We've done done wires. Uh, Anyone anyone got anything else? (laughs) Well, I just want to sort of catch up with Hello Monks in general. Although actually, Monksy, you know, we're... We're making tentative plans to meet up in person soon, aren't we? Oh. In the flesh with legs. Oh, we're bringing our legs, are we? Yeah, you don't see people's legs on Zoom. Got you. Got you. Um, yeah, because I've been hermiting, really. I've hardly seen, because you, you know, you've gone to the pub and you've done stuff like that. And I just have sat on my own in my room. So it'd be nice to see you in, in the flesh. Can I tell you where I went this weekend, guys? Oh, hello. Honestly, I'm going to say a sentence that I've said hundreds of times in my life and has never elicited any reaction more than just sort of like, oh, of course you did. Uh, and now you're, going to, you're both shit yourselves because on Sunday I went to the theatre. <laughs> Sorry, mate, I just shit myself. Are you joking? I went to a, well, I went to a theatre, yeah. Was it? Hang on. Were, were there performances With happening? Performance, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to the Clapham Grand to watch the Save Like... The, I, I thought, you know, we've had them, Al Murray oh. and Jane Adams on this uh, podcast talking about it. And yeah. I went to the to the last one and I sat... And, annoyingly, fucking... Because you don't get to choose where you sit these days. They really allocate you spaces. And they'd allocated me a front row table. By so, yourself? Um, no, no, no. With, with, with my friend that I went with... Right, um, but nice. I would never nice? voluntarily sit in the front row of a comedy show yeah, for reasons which became very apparent as I got continually oh, picked no. on across the. It's like normally again with comedy because it was such a fucking big old bill. Um, inevitably, there's some comedians there that I just don't know because, like, that's not me saying like, oh, I know all the comedians, but like we work in comedy, so you sort of know most of them. 
to say hello to. So most of them would sort of scan past me and go, all right, I'm not going to pick on him because that would be boring for everybody else. But then there's a couple that we've just never met. That was an absolute shambles. And oh, it's dreadful, isn't it? Honestly, why do people go to live comedy? I mean, sorry, save live comedy. But (laughs) bloody hell, the front row. Yeah, do go to live comedy, but stay at the back. Yeah. How did it work in terms of like, were there pe- were there lots of people in the audience? Or was it quite exclusive? How did they socially distantly do it? Oh, oh, it was. Um, I mean, it was it was very social distanced. Yeah, it was at sort of like a third capacity cabaret style seating. Everybody yeah, very spaced yeah. out. A one way system around, which was a pain in the ass because to go to the toilet, which was like oh no, six yards to my left. As I looked at it, I had to turn right, go all the way around the front, <laughs> up around the back. You know, like, and it was abs- yeah. I'm absolutely here for it. The really difficult very good. to storm off if you're offended by an act as well. Right, that's it. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the drink system was was uh, that you had a little flag on your table and you had to wave it to attract the attention oh of somebody. No. Which, let me tell you, makes you feel like a bellend. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, pre-corona, like, doing something like that, you would be an awful human being. And now if you don't do it, you're an awful human being. Exactly. It's quite good, really. Waving a flag for drinks. I'd rather just clap twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, honestly, it wasn't. It's not far off just clicking your fingers. It, I felt like, yeah. like we were having arguments at the table about who basically had to draw the short straw and hold the flag up and not be a, mm. be a fucking bell end. Yeah. Um, but Maybe yeah. That, but we'll, we'll get used to it. I can, I can remember going into a pub for the first time and having a wooden spoon on the middle of my table for my dinner, which I was felt was slightly stupid, but that was years ago. We, I think we'll get used to the flag system of getting drinks. I think it's, you know. And how exciting that you could actually be in a room with lots of people and laughing. Were you, did you laugh? Was it for me? It, it was genuinely thrilling. Like it was genuine, like all, oh. all, all things aside, it was, it was insane. It mm. felt really alien and yeah we were just all so like oh, this is incredible was there a point though where you thought oh i should quite like to go home now to be honest well so i mean i i, I don't mind saying this the show is excellent but mm. as is the way in those sort of fundraisery things where obviously they sent out loads of texts and said who fancies doing a little turn just in case nobody said yes and then everybody's obviously said yes it was long yes. um so the show yeah. started at 7 p.m and ended at 11 p.m um, no, not for me. Uh, anybody that knows my views on any art, uh, I think all art should be under an hour. All art. Absolutely. <laughs> I, cap, cap it at 50 minutes with an interval. That's why. Yeah, exactly. Under an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no art should, should last longer than an hour. Lame is, or, less is, quite frankly. Yeah. <laughs> what about a picture on your wall? Well, you don't stare at it for more than an hour at a time. That's what I'm saying. Like, you should oh, be able to take, you should be able to, uh, for a maximum of one hour, and then build in a substantial break of at least a day before I, you have to see the rest of it or I do it again. genuinely fear that when I next go and, and have something like this, going sitting in a theatre or even sitting in a meeting, having now done so much Zoom stuff, I will just, my brain will assume I'm I'm in a room by myself, so I don't need to worry and i'll just loudly you know break take your trousers off take your trousers off <laughs> bam, 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 do you know what i mean yeah I no i know yeah you're so dangerous now and you're just when you get but also what i did the other day there was a big group meeting at um the radio station i work for and everyone's now come to an agreement where for the big 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 meeting um we can put our videos and mics off so people just uh, literally you just log in and see it says tom price is in and obviously i you know watched three minutes and i walked off and i just think that's what i'd sit in a meeting and go done yeah, I'll just I'll just stand up and go. Same with theatre. I'll just be like, yeah, I'm absolutely out of here. I'm just going to go. 
All the best. Well, don't sit in the front row. That's what that'd be my advice to you, my friend. Yes, don't sit in the front row. But Good. yes, look, 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 we must go because Helen Monks has a uh, what's the chops to do Zoom, yeah. a Zoom meeting. And is is it a Zoom meeting where they're going to actually see you, or you have you just got to bear witness and you can? They're going to see me. It's a one-on-one situation. Oh no! I know, I know, I know. A lot of pressure. Go prep yourself for that, Monks. Helen, in- we love yeah. you. Can I just say thank you, you? Love you so much. Thank you so much for doing this. And I know a good way I'm guaranteed to get rid of you. You're what? Been downstairs fetching a snack for the pair of them when Sal claimed oh God, he'd heard Perkins yeah, say so much. She's very good. She's very good. She is good, isn't she? Um, more cabin fever next week, please. Uh, yeah. If I feel like it, yeah. I'll see what I can do. All the yeah. best, sir. Okay, thanks, and thanks, and don't forget, get off Twitter. But let us know. Let us, in fact, tweet us. To let us know what you're going to do instead of going on Twitter. Yes, that's a good idea. Perfect. And to sign off, Helen Monks has just texted uh, us both saying, "I hate you." Thank you. Cabin FE eight three seven oh nine oh 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 Cabin FE eight three seven oh nine oh 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 Cabin FE eight three seven oh nine oh 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 That's our Twitter name. Quite an odd sign off for me now. I've got to go and change my son's pants. Oh yeah, enjoy that. We'll do. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.